ready for takeoff. We are cleared for takeoff. Five, four, three, two, one. Time to take flight in your community and in your life. This is Audio Airstrike. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Audio Airstrike. I'm Everett Holland McNeil. Thank you for joining us. This is episode 202. With me at this time, he is a musician, a proud father. He is also a provider for his family in a lot of ways and a musician uh, for a lot of creative stuff. He's also uh, pretty much a traveler in some cases. He's been around the U.S. Uh, doing his creative business. He's also a former videographer. Ladies and gentlemen, back with me at this time, John Garcia is with us. John, pleasure to have you on the show. Appreciate you. Dude, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm excited about this topic we're about to talk about. Yeah, so let's get around, uh, let's get uh, right around to it. It's the slap heard around the world. Uh, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock in the face. Um, I'm going to say this uh, starting off. Um, this necessarily to me um, wasn't a slap directed straight at him. This was a slap that was a combination of everything that he had gone through. Um, and also, this was kind of like one of those moments where I've dealt with so much stuff and so much hearsay over the past year about my wife um, being with an R&B artist, the entanglement jokes, um, especially how he looked on a Red Table Talk. Um, not just that, but just over the years being pegged as soft or the okay black guy to be around or, um, beta male-ish at times. So all of those jokes, not just from the past year and a half, I know it's been harder on that vein, but over the course of a 20-year career, more than a 20-year career, a 30-year career, if you want to be frank, he has smiled and dealt with the attitudes, the sneaky looks, the disses, and he finally had enough. And standing right in front of him was Chris Rock that said a joke that put him over the edge. Now, keep in mind, I know people are going to say, well, what about Chris Rock? Chris Rock did mention about Jada's wife in 2016, judging or putting on a joke that was judging her importance of sitting out for the Oscar So White protest. So this ain't the first time Chris Rock has had Will Smith's wife Jada's name in his mouth. Now, this event caused social media to split. Some people are saying Will was right for standing up for his wife. Some people are saying that Chris Rock handled it well because um, he could have easily had retaliators slapped him back. My standpoint is this, right? I personally, I don't know if they had a conversation before this. I hope they did. But I have been in moments where I'll give somebody a warning. They disrespect me by not adhering to that warning and continue to disrespect me. Which then causes me to resort in a way where I'm acting angry. I'm yelling at them, and then they finally get the point. Sometimes in life, and I'm not condoning violence, but if somebody already gave you a verbal warning and it was very graceful, that if you end up getting the crap slapped out of you, 
you probably deserve that. Um, that's if they had a conversation. Um, cause at my age, I am not with, um, the kumbayas or having, a, a an extreme amount of patience for disrespect. Um, I'm not tolerating nobody else should tolerate it. Um, but another caveat to what I'm noticing is that Will Smith has gotten into the content game posting more on social media dropping the veil down i am concerned about mega celebrities dropping the veil down and not keeping that mystique because you are opening yourself up to be criticized on the level of the everyday content creator that starts to become a public figure so the 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 pl- the level of playing field starts to get you know on that same the same heat that they catch you going to catch so when you do that that's something that people got to be mindful of and what i took away from this was is that he it was a boiling point everything everything that anybody has said anything that anybody had said behind his back tabloids People are talking about your children just any kind of way, and they don't even take the time to get to know them. Just a lot of hateful stuff that was building up. That was not a slap for Chris Rock in particular. That was a slap for every single person that dissed him or that family, and then he had to take on the chin and try to move forward, and it's at a breaking point. There's only so much one person going to take, and that's how I feel about this. John, what are your first thoughts about this situation? It's very, very complicated. Um, First, let's read the uh, first uh, initial uh, uh, two initial apologies. Do you have those? You do? Yeah, I'll read it. So here is the apology that Will Smith uh, made via IG and via Facebook. I will read the following. Violence in all forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are a part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. I would like to public apologize. I would like to publicly apologize to Chris. I was out of line and wrong. I am embarrassed, and my actions were not indicative of the man i want to be there is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness i would like to apologize to the academy the producers of the show all attendees and everyone watching around the world i would like to apologize to the williams family and the king richard family i deeply regret that that my behavior stained what has been an otherwise generous journey for all of us I'm a work in progress. Sincerely, Will. So I want to react on that. And um, if you do have Chris Rock's statement after what I say here, um, I think that would help for perspective, too. Um, Yeah. So when I first heard this thing, I I immediately, as as a fan, um, it hit you up immediately and was just like, did you see that? Like, because that, I was just in shock. I was just, my first initial, where I was at was, reaction was that I was in complete shock. 
Um, just for the icon, Will is, uh, for everything that Will represents. Um, Will's just not a rapper. You know, R- Will's a phenomenal actor for the for uh, who, who he represents uh, for the black community. And I mean, like the man, uh, the man is is up there with Denzel Washington. You know what I mean? I mean, the guy ain't playing around with his roles and and everything like that. And if you see this Serena uh, William. Uh, Serena Williams movie you gotta see it because this guy just he's he's phenomenal and I think this was just with all that being said you know I think there's there's two factors you know there's the fans that can be like oh this actor can do no wrong so let, let's put him on a pedestal like people do for mega pastors you know treat them like gods or like they can do no wrong. Like there's no wrong that they can do. So like, they're not like me whatsoever. Um, and so there's that perspective or there's the people that are extremely judgmental and that are going to hate on a person no matter what they do, because they want to hate, I hate on, I hate on that, that person. And then there's the race card and it's just, I get it. Like I so when I first called you, like I was like, man, this guy has every right, every single right to do what uh, what he did. But at the same time, I don't think that he was given the just service to actually see his actual perspective. And he'll actually be judged for and appreciated for uh, for his perspective, because the fact is, is that he was defending his wife. The fact was, was that like, yeah, like violence is not I do not approve like me and Denver definitely don't approve of violence or or things like that. But there comes a pivotal point to where it's like enough is enough, man. You know, like something's gotta be, uh, gotta be said. Now, do I think it was the best reaction? No, I don't think it was, uh, I don't think it was, was the best re- reaction. But uh, one of the things that I appreciate about Will, about Will's response to like this whole entire thing is that he's like, bro, I messed up. I'm human and I'm a work in progress. And, and I respect that. You know what I mean? Will is still Will at the end of the day. And if you're going to knock a man for being uh, for being human and just having having that moment, you know, well, not perfect. And I think Will has done a pretty good job of, <laughs> of, of maintaining to be a role model. So like the fans out there that are going to be uh, be very judgmental for like one moment. Like, come on, like, like, l- let's think about that. You know what I'm saying, Everett? Like, let's think of like, like, let's think of all the role models, quote unquote, role models that have been out there. I'm not condoning violence or anything whatsoever, but I'm saying I think we can forgive Will for this. You know, I, I like you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think yeah, I definitely forgive, get it. I like. I think we can forgive Will for this, and I think like the other thing is like, come on, look at yourself in the mirror. Like I was talking to my sister about this too. I was talking to Liz about this. Like you got to like 
consider like perspectives here because this is way bigger than a, than a moment than a lot of people realize. Like everybody thinking that, because <laughs> I got a lot to say about it. everybody thinking that like Jada put Will up to it. That is just not a thing. Will is his own man and things like that. And here's the other thing. You don't even know what the hell is going on in their relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like it, like if you pay attention to like, because I know I read a, on an article that was saying, well, you know, Jada had cheated on, on this and, and that, and like, those are issues that have stemmed from their relationship years ago. And if you, and if you actually watch the red table talk, like they've been very open about those, uh, them issues. They've always yeah. been real open about them. <laughs> like, they, they've been uh, open. They've been open about it. And I totally understand, you know, if you're open about something, it kind of, I guess, in a, I guess in a strategic way, it kind of takes the heat off something. But this is the Internet that you're talking to. And when sure. You put something out there. That is on the table for everybody to debate discuss be on every single podcast and talk about it and discuss it and review it right you are allowing a bunch of people to have an opinion whether they are right wrong or indifferent or whether they are right um of a certain level of ethical moral standard codes or not they are going to talk about it how they see fit and sometimes it could be nasty Sometimes it can be rude and sometimes it can be downright vile. Some of the stuff that's said, well, I'm not I making think, no bones about it. We've had, well, and I think on, Will re- oh, realized uh, well, I think Will realized that once moments later, he won the best actor of the year award. <laughs> how much he had messed up and you can see how emotional he was in that moment. Like to where he was just like, man, I really messed up because Will's a deep guy. You know what I mean? Like Will and Jada are are deep guys. And I'm like, you could probably tell like Jada was probably like, what is your dumb ass doing? (laughs) Well, so here's how I feel, right? I'm not going to sit over here and assume a lot of people there's a whole lot of assumptions going on yeah there's a whole lot of assumptions going on that she that she told him to go up there and do that yeah this is what i said before about y'all have this preconceived notion that if somebody is a nice guy and his kindness is super super out there that he is some kind of beta male and some kind of weakling for showing a level of kindness. If right. this guy, so what way do you rather want it? Would you rather have Will turning around and slapping the dog crap out of every single person that ever commented and said something vile or the amount of times he took the high road? Do you want him to turn around and slap the dog crap out of everybody? Because if he did that, let's say hypothetically he did that. Y'all be making him out to be the villain, and then there'd be a whole nother conversation as to how black men are naturally perceived as violent. Here's somebody who for 20-some years has been the example of a black person that doesn't resort to violence first, but I he's mean, we're, human we're too, going all the way and, back. Defending his, and defending his wife. 
Right. And we're going all the way back to like men in black, like nineties, like, like that's a long time. And like, and a lot of people didn't know about the issues that they were having, like until the red table talk was open about the, about them issues. Like the Will Smith family has like, I've kept a pretty good cover up about their, uh, their issues until like the last, I'd say the last five years been open about it. But here's the thing. Like I've said before, they did it for content. And when you do something for content and put your personal life out there and you drop the veil, you're allowing anybody to comment. Absolutely. I mean, anybody to comment. And obviously that's having an effect on Will. I yeah. want to switch. I want to switch gears, and I want to talk about Chris. Now, as it pertains to Chris, as it pertains to Chris, Chris said a joke, a joke that he thought was tasteful. It wasn't, folks. I let comedians do their job. Comedians are comedians, but even at some point. You have to take things on a case-by-case basis. Perfect example, right? I have friends that I, if we're in an argument and a cuss word slips out, and a couple cuss words slips out, and it sounds like I'm cussing them out and we're just passionate, certain friends I could kind of have that back and forth with. And John, I told you this over the phone. Yep. I can't talk to you that way because you're a different person. You're going to take it a different way if I talk to you that way. So I have to adjust how I talk to and approach you. Now, the essence of who I am can still be there, but I'm not going to talk to you with a whole bunch of cuss words in it if I'm passionate about something because you may take it as I'm mad at you. Or you're more sensitive to how somebody talks to you a certain type of way. So it's about having the wherewithal. And I hate to say it, a lot of people, there's some comedians out there that will say something and they don't understand that the person that you're making fun of or the people that you're set to make fun of, each and every single last one of them are a case by case basis. You but can't just sit over thing. here. You can't just sit over here and assume that they're going to laugh with you. Some of them are not. John, go ahead. But also the biggest thing is that we've established that relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like. At least I would think a good person <laughs> when you're trying to establish that relationship, like you're respectful and things and things like that. And there's those boundaries. And then you build upon that. And that was what was great about me and your relationship. I mean, how long has it been? Over 10 since, years? Since 2014. Yeah. So yeah. it will be it is eight years. 2024 will be ten, officially 10 years. Yeah, it's it's crazy. We've been friends for a long time. But yeah, no, it's like now we're able to be brutally honest and and we're still figuring out things about uh, about each other and still practicing those respectful boundaries. Like there are a lot of times where I'll be like, hey, am I okay to say something like this? There's always that respect. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, so, I, I definitely, I what? definitely do. Especially these two know each other. These are not strangers. These are not. They have been in these Hollywood circles for years. They both are successful. They both have crossed paths. They yep. both have been on the same TV appearances, award shows. They have talked. They've discussed things. 
I don't have their resume right in front of me. They probably had run-ins on television and film. I mean, stuff, stuff of that nature. So yeah, that's this what, that's what's so that's what's so unique about this situation is like maybe they are, maybe they're not, maybe they're just really good acquaintances and and and, th- and things like that. But from like I think from like Chris Rock's perspective, it was like, oh. It's not even gonna. It's not even gonna be a be a thing. But a lot of what a lot of people don't realize, and what you told me on the phone, like this was around like the third time a joke like this was made, and it's just like one of them things. Like maybe Jada gave him a look, was like, if you don't slap him, I'm going to. Like, <laughs> well, it, well, let's not forget. Um, a lot of people don't probably have forgot about this but Laverne Cox um who is mostly known for Orange is the New Black uh she made an entanglement joke right in front of those two uh which in my opinion you shouldn't have done you're not at that level to be talking to them like that you have gained a certain level of status but they are they may never say it out loud, but they're gatekeepers. They're the type of people to be like, ah, don't work with them. And then the whole industry can pretty much shut you out if Will and Jada say no. Um, so that incident, they kind of laughed at it and kept it moving. But then here's another moment where they're getting picked at. So if I'm the kid in the lunchroom that is constantly getting picked at, and I've been in that situation in the past, and I'm constantly getting picked at, picked at. I'm only going to ignore it so much. Yep. And if nothing's done about it, and I don't feel like I could go to somebody about it, then I'm going to have to do something that is maybe out of character, like slapping somebody or roughing somebody up to get my point across to have them stop doing it. Yep. And, <coughs> excuse me. The problem that I have with what is going on in society today is that we are conditioning people to we're we're picking and choosing when we want to be respectful of each other's uh space. Absolutely. When we want to be we're picking and choosing when we want to respect somebody's boundaries. If I say I don't like it, or if somebody you know tells you ever don't like this, don't keep on doing it. Because then when I see you for it and I talk to you in a way of this tone that you don't like, and I tell you that you are going to respect me or there's the door, you were given a warning. He doesn't like it when you do this. So now I got to check your temperature and I got to talk to you like this. Because you don't understand when my mother gave you the warning. Right. Or when my friend gave you the warning. Right. Or when another relative gave you the warning. You can't approach Everett when it comes to this. You don't know him like that. So it's one of those situations where you can't just sit over here and say what you want to say. I'm sorry, comedians. Y'all can't just say, well, I'm a comedian. Hate to tell you, bud. Everything's a case-by-case basis, especially now. What is not sensitive to so-and-so in Kentucky is probably super sensitive to somebody in New York. 
what is sensitive to somebody in California, in LA, is something totally not sensitive to somebody down south in Atlanta. Yeah, everybody's different. And I hate it when people, uh, uh, people, uh, people say nowadays, "Oh, I just can't say anything." And it's what because I saw one of those comments uh, yesterday, I think, or the day before. Um, it was just like, "Oh, we just can't say anything anymore." It's like, "Oh, wait, we can't respect each other's boundaries." Is that what we're talking about here? We can't be respectful to people. So because like it like makes basically insufficient for you or any or inconvenient for uh for you and you're not in that position or i or at least trying to understand that position because that's really what it comes down to it's perspective because you're not in that in that position because and i'm sorry for the race guard because you're not in that position because you don't know what a what a black person feels like in that moment and you don't know the uh, the repercussions that a that a black person has to take because, like, let's not forget, like, it's been a while for for like the the Oscars to accept uh, of people to be uh, be a part of the of the Academy. Let's also remember that Will Packer, for the first time in ninety some years, he's the first African American to produce the Oscars. Yep. So there was a huge amount of representation. Samuel Jackson got his uh, first Oscar. There was a huge amount of representation that we have never really seen before at the Oscars. Yep. That got overshadowed by that particular moment. Yep. And the problem, the problem that I have currently with people is that What's good for one person is not good for the other person. Yep. And we will try to justify that. It's a very biased uh, type of thinking. We pick, like and, a, we pick and choose where to, when to be fair and when to be biased. Yep. Or, or now it's to the point where being biased is fair, which is yep. dangerous to me. Yep. So. Let me ask you this, right? If he had went up there, and if a totally different comedian had said this, and the comedian happened to be of a different race, Caucasian, whatever you want to call it, has no clue about black women's hair, has no clue about the fact that Jada was forced to take on European hair and her hair is naturally curly because that's what Hollywood wanted. See, we don't get into that. So we don't know the effect that's having on her, potentially. Now, granted, I think they got some serious healing to do. This dude and her, they need they need to take a break, get away from the cameras, get away from the noise, get therapy for freaking two years. Because slowly, slowly, each and every single month, we see people wanting to see them humanized. They're humanized. They need help. They need therapy. They need healing. They need to get that together, figure something out. As for Chris, same thing. Well, here's the thing about Chris. Because of this incident, Chris 
is now got tickets selling like hotcakes because they know the joke about the slap is coming. Yeah, and the other thing is that, like, as much as, like, pure objectively in in this moment, people ain't going to remember anything about Chris. They ain't going to (laughs) remember who made the joke. That's the messed up part. Even but though, he like, will, but he will profit off this tour because of the events 100%. that happened. A hundred percent. Because before this, I'll be honest with you. I, I like the last time I thought Chris Rock was funny was two thousand four. Yeah. It's anything been a while. past that? Anything past that? I have not. I have not checked for for Chris Rock like that from an entertainment standpoint. He just never. I'm talking ever, Eddie after Murphy that type point, of years. I'm talking Eddie Murphy type of years. A- after that point, he hasn't. After that point, he has not done anything to me that made me laugh. Yeah, it's been a while. It, it, it like it has been a while, and even like Chris was like stretching to do uh, voiceovers for Madagascar, but that's still been that's been a while. Yeah, I, I, the way I look at it is this: right, this incident. Had revealed a lot of things to me. Americans lack emotional empathy when somebody does something wrong. Yep. Um, when somebody does something wrong and it's on the side that you are not with, you will be quick to cancel, you will be quick to judge. But let you be in that same situation. You want that same bit of remorse. You want that same comfort that Will was looking for. Obviously, he's not getting it because he wouldn't have gone out of stage and hauled off and then cussed the man out. I'm really yeah. getting sick. I'm really getting sick. Like, look, I'll be transparent on here. I'm getting older. I don't have the patience for people that I used to. I used to have extreme patience for people's baloney in their garbage when I was in my 20s. Some of us all did. (laughs) I would try to like, oh, okay, well, maybe it's just 30? 30 30-year-old me? These people know what they're doing. I don't have the time to deal with your BS. If I catch it, get it away from me. You're cut off. I don't need, you don't deserve an explanation. Because right. obviously, the the umpteenth amount of years that I showed you what my boundaries are and they weren't respected, or you ain't respecting my friend's boundaries, is a problem. So if you wonder why we do not talk on social media, if you wonder why the number is blocked, if you wonder why I do not reach out, let me make it simple and plain with this camera standing in front of me. I don't respect how you're moving. I don't respect how you're moving around my friends. So in that case, you are cut off. Yep. And that is how folks are moving. However, I do have a sense of empathy when somebody makes a mistake and they genuinely take responsibility for the part that they played in it. And that's the difference between me having to cut somebody off or holding them close and trying to rehabilitate them. We Americans, we don't. We don't see, we don't have that sense of, that sense of responsibility. We don't have that sense of doing that. It's imbalanced. If it's bias against my politic, let them get canceled. Let them get canned. 
Oh, but if mine's on table, oh, I want a second chance. I deserve it. The selfishness, the egotistical spirit that I see. Y'all love Will Smith for freaking 30 years. And the vile comments I see on him. This man has gone through hell that you don't know about. That caused him to walk up on that stage and slap that dude. Some of y'all lucky he ain't slapped y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all didn't call this man every name in the book, which you think was going to happen. You know how many times? Let me tell you something. Y'all will sit over there, have fun, joke and laugh, ha-ha, this and that. But the second that same dude starts punching people, knocking people out, kicking people, now you want to talk about, oh my God, run away and play victim. Yep. When you created the situation. Yep. You caused the mental trauma. You said something that was out of pocket to push that man over the edge. You got to be responsible for the arena that you're uh, that you're building. Just be stand up about it. Don't deflate. Yep. Don't deflect. Don't sit over there and run. You created the problem. Some of y'all in the comments created the problem that made Will Smith go off. And y'all don't want to take responsibility for it. y'all. My biggest, don't. And I don't want to go too much off ties here, but like, I completely agree with what, with what you're saying too. And I think like Will said it too, was like, he was like, yeah, I did what I did in a very not blunt way, but kind of went around it because I don't think he, in that moment wanted to give Chris Rock his attention because I think he was pulling the adult move to like, be like hey let me think about this for a second because even though he was still like to the public side in the wrong of what of what he did debatable like i think he was taking mature adult move by saying hey i'm gonna say what i need to say in this moment and not give attention to this because he knew the attention that it was already gonna get you know um and i think and I and I I, I just want sh- uh, to shift ties to like Chris uh, uh, Chris Rock's reaction to uh, to all of that. If you can read that, because I think that's a very big perspective to get. Um, where is it on his personal page? It it should be. He did it like a day ago. I'll look this up real quick. By the way, I'm point Everett. This is great. Yeah, I got, I got, a, I got a lot to say about it, man. Yeah, man. Crazy. Trying to look for a quote. I can't find the quote. Let me pull it up. Okay, yeah, you go ahead and pull it up. Yeah, I have it. Because I like, I screenshot it. Okay, he says, as, as comedian, it can be difficult to understand which lines are being crossed and which 
ones aren't. Last night I crossed a line that I shouldn't have and paid an enormous uh, paid an enormous price of my reputation as a renowned comedian. Comedy is never about poke, uh, poking fun or uh, poking fun at or making light of people with major ordeals happening in their lives. Comedy is about using real life circumstances to create laughter and bring light to an otherwise dark world. With that said, I sincerely apologize to my friends, Jada Pickett-Smith and Will Smith and the rest of the Smith family for my disrespect and disregard I displayed, which was unfortunately broadcasted for the world to see. I, I hope that with time, forgiveness can come of this situation and we can all be better, more considerate people in the end. I mean, it's a fair apology. At least, at least he's a comedian that apologized and played his part in it. I know some comedians that would have never apologized for it. They would have been like, "Well, it's comedy and move it on." Well, it's and situation. I, and it's also one of the it's also one of the of them things to where it was just one of them situations. It was just one. Of, it was just one of the. Uh, I think it was also the times. I, I think uh, also like how big it was blow, uh, blowing up overnight. That kind of for, uh, kind of forced him to do uh, to do that. But I think like sincerely, like like I don't think he posted this. I think he was initially having that reaction because like from Will uh, from uh, Chris Rock's reaction, like he was just stunned. He was just stunned. I don't think he more so felt the slap. I think he more so felt the emotion in the moment to where he was shocked that this had even happened. And I think that says a lot about a person. Like, bro, you got to be able to take a step back. And I think in a way, like in that moment, I respected Chris Rock because I was like, because me and you are the same way. Once you disrespect me, ties are cut. You know what I mean? And that's how we, um, like, you've taught me that. And and I've learned the hard lessons of being able to learn how to do that this, this last year and things like that. But, like, it's also, like, it's just one of, uh, one of them things to where it's, like, if you actually come back and you apologize and you're sincere about it and you actually show your actions with that, that's my biggest thing here is, like, is is Will going to actually make moves to actually be sincere and things like that? And is Chris going to make moves to actually be sincere? Will's got a lot to overcome here because, like, like you said, Will's relationship is out in the open, and there's obviously some problems that are uh, that are going on. And I do personally think Will needs to take a break. He needs to at least take a year. A year will do wonders. <laughs> a year will mm. do wonders, and I I know that's that might be hard, but that 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 families like if they uh, if they're doing their finances right, like they're gonna be fine. And like I just don't think it's that big of a shift for uh, for Chris Rock. Because at the end, uh, because at the end of the day, he did, he he only just needs to look at this thing. But I think if he values like Will Smith's relationship with him and things like that, he's got to make some uh, make some moves. 
But I think like when when somebody was asking me this week, because I was talking to a work friend about this, like they were uh, they were saying to me, they were like, how do you think this is going to affect like his legacy and things like that? And objectively, that's a hard question to answer because like in this moment, sure, like people are going to think uh, think about that slap. But at the end of the day, like with time and as long as he does the things in his relationship, he does the things sin- uh, sincerely for his legacy and he keeps on doing what he's doing. He's going to be just fine because Will has been who, 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 who he's been. But the accountability that I bring to the audience that is being judgmental and has all the criticisms, like first thing, are you looking at your life first? You know what I'm saying? Are you looking and, at your life? In and that also, moment, are you able to provide a solution that can make Will Smith's life better? If you can't, then I suggest you stay off of social media and stop putting your negative, vile opinion out there. For people to see right. you were sitting there bleeding on other people because you got trauma you ain't dealt with yet. Go right. on, John. Yeah, no, it's it's that, but also like, it. I lost my train of thought. It's it, it, sorry it, about it's, that. No, it's okay. This is good. It, like it's de- it's definitely that but it's like are you like having like this st- uh, the stigma to like oh, i had i had the thought i'm so sorry <laughs> i had i had i had the thought but really what i'm trying to say at the at, at the end of the day is like with will smith's uh, situation i just don't I think that we just need to really practice our empathy for somebody who's done a pretty dang perfect job on being a role model. I mean, like, shit, man. People were talking about Will Smith being the next president for the long, uh, uh, for uh, for the longest time and joking about that and, and, and things like that. And if you look at this guy's career fully objectively, has he ever done anything like this? No. So I think we can forgive him. And honestly, uh, like, honestly, we have no business judging Jada and, and Will's issues. So I don't understand where the, uh, where, uh, like, uh, where this, like, platform came to where it's like, we're higher than Will so we can judge him. Like, screw that. I just hate that mindset. It's like, well... You didn't try to like <laughs> go over the hurdles that like Will separately and together have done. Like I, I just don't understand the entitlement. I really don't. I don't understand this fan entitlement to where it's like, oh, well, I'm, well, right when you're down, I'm gonna poke at you, and it's like it's like, bro, who are you? You know what I'm saying? And it's like it. it like it's hard enough to have one successful year, but to do it for twenty years, and the fashion that they have done it. Yeah, I'm gonna close it. I'm gonna. I'm I'm this is my closing I, statement, and I'm gonna say this right. I just think it's wrong. That's that's all yeah. I'll say. I, I just think it's yeah. wrong. I I definitely agree. I'm gonna say this in my closing statement. The reality of the situation is is that we need to give Chris and Will the grace that is needed to learn from this situation and become better people. And we need the audience that is supportive of both of them to not lash out at one another, but to understand that and support what is going on. But we also need 
the people that are going to be negative, the toxic part of the internet, y'all gonna need some therapy too because it's there's only so long before y'all keep being toxic to the point you just poisoning yourself. Yeah, that's only gonna last for so long. As you get older, you're not gonna be so quick to worry about what social media thinks about your opinion. I have done this platform for a long time. And I'm going to be honest with you. I say how I feel on this show as yep. respectfully as I possibly can, because I'm aware that everybody thinks differently from me. But I also lead with a certain level of empathy and put, try to put myself in that situation so I can give a fair, objective take on what we are seeing. Yep. So with that being said, I think that what is going to scream out better, more so than the negativity, which I know is loud, is everybody learning from the situation and also having deeper conversations on how we handle conflict, how we ha handle anger, how we handle adversity. Because a lot of y'all, I hate to say this, a lot of y'all would not be able to handle five years, let alone 20 years of the amount of onslaught, 500, 10,000, 100,000 comments of people nitpicking at everything you do as a public figure. A lot of y'all, I hate to say this, were, are not mentally and spiritually built for something along those lines. So because y'all know that y'all are not built like that, please have some empathy for the three people involved in that incident, and let's try to make something better, make this world better, and also learn from each other and go forward in that direction. With that yeah. being said, this has been another edition of Audio Airstrike. I'm Everett Hall McNeil. John, thank you so much Absolutely. for being on this show. I appreciate you taking the time. This is a quick episode. A lot of gems were dropped, and I just appreciate you. Is there anything you got going on that you want to share uh, upcoming? Yeah, man. Um, This year has been great. I mean, like this, this whole year has been, it's almost going to be a full year till when we released forget it um which has been awesome uh, which has been absolutely awesome we've dropped a couple of like holiday gems that we were really stoked about that had done really really well for us um which was uh what jingle bell rock and what are you doing uh new year's eve we're gonna be back in the studio in may um to record a single um and right now we're in the middle of mixing and mastering um the uh the ep for uh, the kiss kiss record um which will be dropping in september we just had some things happen in our personal life that we had to like push back the release because we were going to do it initially in june and things like that but just some things personally were were going on especially with us having our baby and things like that and figuring out that uh, that, that whole entire journey but yeah, that's uh, that's what we're in the middle of doing right now. We're really, uh, really, 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 really excited to get a uh, get, get along moving with things. But yeah, that's where we're at. All right, cool. Well, definitely be on the lookout for the future projects that John Garcia and the Hopeless Romantics have. And with that being said, John, you know you always welcome on this show. I appreciate you for taking the time to uh, give your take. Yeah, man, absolutely. Yep. Well. We'll see you guys on another episode of Audio Airstrike. Y'all take care.